And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. I'm a man. I'm 40. You know, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and they fit you with a big old nice pair of milk bone underwear. I'm going to come right back at them. You never see a team play harder than we will the rest of this season. God bless. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Fantasy Guides podcast brought to you by ShopFantasyGuides.com. I am here with Casey and Steven doing our Devi Rookie Watch edition of this podcast. We get together on Wednesdays and we talk a little bit about what's going on in college football. If you play Devi in Dynasty, hopefully this is a way to help you, um, you know, not have to cram, not have to cram so much at the end of the season. So, a few notes to make on this season. Uh, we thought I thought maybe tonight, Stephen, we could talk a little bit about some of these mock drafts that are posting some risers and fallers and and things I've seen, but. First, you know how it is, Stephen. We got to start with the uh, Iowa Hawkeyes. Did you happen yes. to see see the game? No, no, I did not. <laughs> uh, but I did have a question for you before we get into that. Okay. So I saw it posted like last week or two weeks ago that starting on whatever the date was, it was going to be um, football on t- television every day mm-hmm. for like fifty five straight days or something like That's that. That's right. I saw that now, as well. Now I want to know because they were talking about it on the radio this morning, and I had some <laughs> thoughts on it. What is do you? Th- a lot of people, I feel like football fans would go, "That's a great thing." But what are your thoughts on it? Uh, you know, I love it because I'll watch Maction on a Wednesday night or something. <laughs> you know, is that did you just do that just now, or is that is that in the ether somewhere? Like, oh that no, expression? that ex- that exists. They call okay. it the Mac football. They call it Maction. No, it's uh. <laughs> You know, it's one of the things that the smaller conferences are trying to do to uh, remain legitimate, you know, because yeah. they, they just make so much less money than the Alabamas and the Texases of the world. Um, so, yeah, Conference USA is playing weird times. They're playing on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And and then you got the Thursday night footballs now. And then uh, Friday nights. Friday nights have always kind of been good college football nights. But yeah, it's it's mostly Conference USA and uh, the MAC, those which are the two kind of smallest conferences. Sometimes the Sun Belt are playing those weird uh, weekday games, just yeah. because then when you're the only game on TV, they they found they get a few more people watching it. So, yeah, you know, they were talking on the local radio, and they were saying one of the guys. I kind of agreed with his take on it. He was saying he, you know, is more like me, more in the NFL. He was like, if I could take away any of the games he goes i would get rid of sunday night football and i completely agreed with that like i love thursday night football i get excited for thursday night football i get excited for the all the like i would even take a london game every week i don't mind waking up early and getting that one london game in but by the time like like i was even excited about the the 49ers game this week with the 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 cowboys but I, like I, ha- I was fatigued. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I had like I had like already three full like nine hours of football. By the time it got to Sunday night football, like I was a half asleep on the couch. You well, know, Stephen, so. you have to imagine me. I I watch nine hours on Saturday. Yeah. So then and then you, you you know, look- that's, why, that's why. Yeah. No, I I had the same thing. I was kind of like I'd rather like watch a movie or hang. So my, my and my son is actually getting into NCAA football. He wants to play the old. Uh, college revamped so he's he's been watching yeah he's been watching cu and he's like i want to i want to be shadur sanders throwing the football around so i've had to 
have had to update my rosters and everything. And get oh, sure. He gets to see you where you get to start with the roster. Don't have to recruit for 10 years. Right, right. <laughs> Jesse Jesse comes up up the stairs like Sunday before his Will's flag football game looking like pig pen with just a cloud of uh, sweat and, and dust from all the college football that he had on Friday and Saturday. No, Pretty it's much. more like Randy from uh, South Park. Stan's dad. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so I, I was the same way, Stephen. I got to the end of that Sunday night and was just like, oh, boy, I don't know if I can do any more, any more football. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I only watched I, the first half of that game. <laughs> now, Jesse, because I'm a champ, I, I, I managed to watch all of it. But I looked like I melted into the couch at that point. Yeah. Yep. Also, Stephen, you got me into the boys, and I am I am binging oh, that now. So it's, it's I'm like, so jealous of you right now. Oh, I I love it. It's great when like you get recommended a show and you know that it's all done already, and you can just kind of watch it at your own pace. But you're very mm-hmm. excited about it. I am really yeah. really loving it. So just started season two. No spoilers. No spoilers. You'll probably right. you'll probably get some of the memes I've been putting on Instagram yes. with the boys now too. Yep. Exactly. All right, so Iowa Hawkeyes, they're going to fire Brian Ferentz if they can't score more than 24 <laughs> points. They need now, a 25-point <laughs> average. They ended up winning. Again, they're at 5-1 and one football team. They beat Purdue 20-14. Oh! <laughs> 20, 20 Still to a little too low. So oh, for no. those of you keeping scoring at home, including Steven, it goes 24-20-41, that Western Michigan game, and that's mm-hmm. really helping right now. Zero. 26 re- and 20. I feel like was it um was it Penn State? Was that the zero? Yeah. Yep, I feel like that's zero. that's gonna be the uh that's gonna be the smoking gun. Get back that on is, that yeah. ladder and climb up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's gonna be the game where it's like that was the one that, that ruined the average. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Zero's bad. And they are at Wisconsin this next week, which eh, Wisconsin's a pretty good team. I don't know. It's not not looking good. And I I do have to say, you know, I don't think anybody cares in Iowa, but Cade McNamara, the the quarterback, was knocked out. So I don't think they feel bad for Brian Ferentz, but he is now working with a backup quarterback as well. So it's not looking good. Not looking good. But yeah, you know, they what? do continue All to keep winning. So and no no quarterbacks, if I'm not mistaken, because this offense has been so pathetic, no quarterbacks want to play there, right? Isn't that a school right. where they're like trying not like good quarterbacks don't want to go there? Well, think well, of all I, the the quarterbacks that have come from Iowa. In this past. Brock Purdy, they could have had him. You <laughs> think he went to Iowa State? Yeah, yeah, that's a different school. All right, guys. Well, jumping into the games, the big one was uh, Oklahoma and Texas, the All State Red River rivalry. They call it now. Uh, this game was an instant classic. Everything about it, it was super fun. It was back and forth and back. He had defensive touchdowns, punt return, this, I don't know. It just was a really, really fun game to watch. And, you know, it's funny because I do these posts about maybe making bets or watching players. And I was like, I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. So, you know, every once in a while, there's this a no bet. And Steven knows that from from (laughs) talking to his buddy the one time where Steven's like, he said not to bet anything. And uh, this would have been a weird one to bet because it was kind of all over the place. So I think I was right not to bet this, but... Dylan Gabriel, left-handed quarterback. I talked to him a little uh, previously, had the game of his life. 285 yards passing and a touchdown, ran for another 113 yards and another touchdown. He's a smaller quarterback. He's just been great everywhere that he's been. He was he was instantly the starter at UCF as a freshman right after McKenzie Milton got hurt. Um, he's just had a really great career, and he's 
he beat them. He beat the Texas Longhorns on the last play of the game, threw a touchdown. I think there was like 12 seconds left in the game where he threw a touchdown. It was a really great read. And it wasn't like Texas played bad. They did have an opportunity to score down on the, the goal line. But um, I believe because they have gotten rid of divisions in the Big 12, it, we're going to probably see this game again in the Big 12 championship. It'll be a rematch between these two teams. Is that, and, is that because there's less teams now in the Big 12? I'm assuming. No, it's like, know- it's like almost all of the big conferences, not all of them, but almost all of them are, they're going to get rid of divisions. Um, okay. And the reason they're doing that is then you get the two best teams playing in the championship. Yeah, game. I do like that. Yep. So, you know, and it's it's kind of the it it hurts teams like Iowa that have been going to the Big 10 every year out of <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> I you they was on the tip of my tongue was Iowa, you know. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, um, they were they, Texas was stuffed four times on, from the 1 yard line. Yep. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's hard to hurting. do. But you know what they should have done? They should have done the old CU fifth down. <laughs> yeah. That works. That worked to help us get a national uh-huh. title. Should have yeah. tried that. Uh, the next next biggest game might have been Notre Dame at Louisville, number 10 Notre Dame. And uh, on my post, I said, man, is there just any chance that these guys run out of gas? They're playing these primetime games every single week. They did not get a bye week. Uh, they started. They had a week zero game, so they played seven consecutive weeks. And was and that game in Ireland also? The very first one. Yeah. yeah. So they had you to gotta add to the travel. Mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. right. So they went down to Louisville and got beat 33 to 20. And I, I, I said on my post, I said, I'm really leaning either a Louisville cover or upset. And it ended up being that way. And my, my buddy, huge Notre Dame fan, he was like, Oh no, no, we're going to take care of business. You know, they never listen to me when I say, don't, don't bet on this one. <laughs> there's games <laughs> you want to bet on where I feel very confident. And there's games where I'm like, I don't know. You know, um, so yeah, you know, just a huge win for Louisville. They're up to six and oh. Uh, I get that a lot with fantasy football advice, not only from followers, but like friends all the time. Mm-hmm. Hey, who would you start here? And then if I get it right, I'm like, oh, hey, that worked. Uh, nah, I ended up going against that. I didn't that. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. and then, <laughs> but, but, but if I get it wrong, they'll be like, oh, they got it and listen to you. Right, <laughs> right. Isn't Big Kells kind of famous for that? He like reaches out and asks you 10 fantasy questions and then doesn't use it. No, I think I think he listens a little bit. It's usually when people have like a fandom, you know, oh, where they're like, okay. I'm okay. a Steelers fan. It's like, should I draft Najee Harris? No, you shouldn't. Yeah, I did it anyway. <laughs> you know, <laughs> goes black and gold, baby. You know. All right. I was wrong on the uh, Georgia Kentucky one, though. I, I thought this would be a low scoring game. You know, Kentucky is just a really physical team. Uh, number one, Georgia beat Kentucky 51 to 13. So that, uh, the under bet was, that was a bad bet by me there. Cause I'm pretty sure the over under Georgia hit it on its own. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Brock Bowers, he passed AJ green with his 24th career receiving touchdown. He's getting Heisman consideration. Tell me the That's last tight time. End. Wow. Yeah, t- tell me the last time you've, you've had a guy. I saw, I saw him fifth in a list. I just looked at on in the Heisman that, that is rare. He's unbelievable. I, yeah. So. He had two insane one-handed grabs that game that were just like, I mean, OBJ makes those type of catches. I I have to slide him up, man, in my rankings. I just don't know that I've ever seen anything quite like it. Um, is he I can't like put a- him number one, <laughs> but it, mm-hmm. if we're yeah. talking just a regular Dynasty League, not super flex, because I think it's a little harder to evaluate. But, yeah. uh, you know, I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is clearly number one because I think mean, he's kind of a uh, 
pretty generational wide receiver. I think Brock Bowers is number two. I just don't think we see any see see guys like that. Yeah. I, I think it's you know I I like him more than any of those other running backs or receivers just because he could make such an impact uh, in the receiving game and especially yeah. it just seems like we're waiting for this kind of tight end that could take over games. It's really Kelsey and everyone else right now. So if you're saying he's gonna in Heisman consideration, he's gonna be a top ten pick. Yeah, every so the currently in the mock drafts I've seen, almost every single one have them go into the the Bengals, and then I think at the time the Bengals were like had like the eighth overall pick. Well, let me just see what's it at right now. The currently the Bears would be the first two picks. <laughs> uh, they have Cole Komet. They don't really need him. Not to say you wouldn't replace him. Uh, it's going to be the Denver Broncos, ladies and gentlemen. The Denver Broncos <laughs> have the third pick. So uh, Minnesota has T.J. Hawkinson. The Patriots have Hunter Henry. They don't need a tight end. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. No, let's hope the Broncos uh, with the, uh, God, the third overall pick, though. I know. We need to win Sad, right? Yeah. I think I think we need a, a pass rusher. So yeah. I know you guys, that doesn't make you excited. But, you know, the last time we picked in the top five, we took Von Miller, and that worked out pretty well. But, so. but do we have a pass rusher like a Von Miller in this year's draft? No, not quite the same. No. Jared Verse from Florida State is the guy they keep talking about, and I really like him, but I think he started his career at, like, James Madison or something. He's not as highly recruited, or I just don't know if he's the same kind of freak athlete. That's how Von I, Miller was. He started at Juco oh. school. Okay, well, maybe maybe Jared Verse is our guy. <laughs> Florida Maybe. State. You really want you we this is the year where you want one of the Bosa brothers or something, you know, where it's just mm-hmm. this like can't miss. Do they uh, have another know. brother? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is this like the the, Gron- the Gronkowski's and the Watts? You know what? Yeah. I bet you the other brother's a fullback. Yeah. I guarantee you, you. Just you like go. just like one of Gronk's brothers is a fullback and one of the Watt brothers is a fullback. That's that's all <laughs> we got right. left. Uh Michigan housed Minnesota 52 to 10. Ohio State looked really good, 37 to 17 against Maryland. I thought they maybe that could be one of those uh, kind of sneaky uh, trap games, but they looked really good there. Florida State won again, 39 to 17. One of the other kind of crazy ones was a triple overtime game between USC and Arizona. Nobody really saw that coming. Arizona was playing their backup quarterback, this kid named Noah Fafita, who I think he's like 5'10". Uh, you don't see that very much in Division One anymore, where you got a little quarterback like that. Threw for five touchdowns, went into overtime with Caleb Williams. They ended up beating them. USC won forty-three to forty-one, but um, they're they're going to drop in some polls because of that that particular game. Arizona, uh, they always give USC trouble, like the past five years. Yeah, even though they haven't been very good the past five years either, mm-hmm. there's just something about them match up well, I guess. Alabama beat Texas A and M twenty-six to twenty. That was a pretty close, exciting game. I watched a lot of that game from a, a sports bar with my wife having some drinks. That was fun. The big one there, a big riser for me is Jermaine Burton. He transferred from Georgia to Alabama. He's a wide receiver. He had nine catches for 197 yards and two touchdowns in this game and kind of put himself back on the map for me on the uh, my old my old ranking sheet here. I had to go, well, you know, I think we need to slide Jermaine Burton up this list a little bit. So that that that's kind of why I keep an active list because you see guys kind of rise and fall. Drake May, who is the next best quarterback behind Caleb Williams, went for four forty two and three touchdowns against Syracuse. He's having a really really good year. Um, those guys are going to go, you know, one two unless it's the uh, actually there you go, Stephen. You could start to debate what if you're the Chicago Bears and you just take Drake May and 
uh, <laughs> and Caleb Williams, and you keep <laughs> Justin Fields and just go, well, we have all the best quarterbacks now. What, yeah. Who wants to trade with me? That's called the Cougar. Here's here's yeah. what I'll say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the no. Cougar formation. Jesse, here's what I'll say. I think they should do it. It, it. The one thing the Bears have never had is what? Quarterback. A great quarterback. A quarterback. So why not have three? Somebody's got to work out yeah. there, right? Yeah. Let's make it make some competition here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the other big headline, and I think I think Casey texted me about this one. Well, I will say LSU also beat Missouri at Missouri. Missouri was undefeated. They won 49 to 39. And um Jalen Daniels had himself a game. He he Jaden, I can't remember say Jalen or Jaden. There's two different players. There's a lot of guys like that in the NFL too. That's it's messing me up. Can we I know. get on the same page and just pick one? So this this dude, 259 yards passing and three touchdowns, 130 yards rushing and another touchdown. Oh he, my gosh. He is a dual threat. He's a little skinny. He didn't really work out at Arizona State, transferred over to LSU and has had two good seasons there. He's another guy where I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta slide him onto the board with these, you know, some of the stats this guy's putting putting up. But one of the craziest things of the entire weekend was, uh, and I had this game on late Saturday night. I watched Miami get a first down, and I went, oh, well, all I have to do is kneel, and I oh, turned off. God, I turned off the game, and they instead of kneeling for whatever reason did a running play. Sure enough, Georgia Tech strips the ball at midfield, and two plays later, touchdown, throwing a hail mary. And Georgia Tech wins twenty three to twenty. All that Miami had to do was take a knee, and they would be five and zero. But instead, they're four and one. Now, now here's the here's my question because I did see the highlights. Correct me if I'm wrong. Georgia Tech scored a touchdown to end the game. Right? It didn't go into overtime. No, no. They yeah, with two seconds left, they threw a bomb. So behind. everyone wants to talk about. I get it. You have the game in hand. Just kneel on it. But. Nobody's talking about the touchdown they gave up. I know. <laughs> like, how do you how do you let the receiver behind yeah, your team with two seconds like, left? Like that is just as egregious, if you ask me. Um, Absolutely. Did the coach give any kind of reasoning why he ran the ball? Yeah. So it had something to do with uh, they were like doing the math. They had done the math before the drive started, and then uh, I can't remember if there was a penalty or something else or a time runoff, and then they didn't factor that in, and oh, so was, this is they like thought, my. This is like my uh, my uh, Iowa Hawkeye math. Yeah, <laughs> it this feels up. like a Nathaniel Hackett play. It mm. does. <laughs> yep. It was bad. You know. Oh no, let's not talk about the Broncos. I I was just the whole Nathaniel Hackett thing. It's like talk trash about the guy, and then he comes and beats you in your own stadium. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. Okay. Zach Wilson is his quarterback. I know. God. All right. Well, we're sticking with college football here. Let's not talk about that. So, yeah, so I, I mean, I think some big risers for me, I think Brock Bowers, I just continue to move him up. I, I think he's as high as two, three, four, you know, somewhere in there for anybody. I have him at number two right now. I think Caleb Williams is the highest I've ever looked at a quarterback or graded a quarterback or evaluated a quarterback. I don't, I think Joe Burrow was my highest before that. And just, just imagine doing everything Joe Burrow does, but has the ability to run at a, you know, like almost Lamar Jackson type running. Now, yeah. let me ask you, for me, I remember I had Trevor Lawrence really high um, in the pre-draft process. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you, as far as Caleb Williams versus Trevor Lawrence, where do you put those two? 
in comparison. Well, like I said, like I said, I think Caleb Williams is the best quarterback I've ever evaluated. So my 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 top before this was Joe Burrow, um, Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Fields were I think were very very high now, on that list. Now, case here's something I want to throw in there. Jesse orders his players by mm. speed, so mm-hmm. you gotta mm-hmm. factor that in a little bit. Also, like Lawrence, decent scrambler, but nowhere near Lamar Jackson, right? Also, the hair coming out of the back of the helmet deducts some points from mm. Lawrence, according to how Jesse dresses his players. Yeah. Well, you can't even do that on NCAA 14 because it's like 10 years old. The game you can't even <laughs> you can't even put hair hanging out the helmet. So no, like, they didn't they didn't have that ability at that no, time. No, <laughs> it's like still part of the neck. Right, mm-hmm. like it just looks like artwork like, on the neck. It's like it's like one piece. There's yeah. no individual strands. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. No, I mean, I don't know. I think he's unbelievable. The only thing that I will say, kind of watching that Arizona game, is in the NFL he can't stand back there for eight seconds. Like it's just not going to happen. So the guy does need to learn to hit his back foot and throw. But I mean, we say that, and then we see Patrick Mahomes running around, and it's it's because they try and contain him instead of rushing and let him get around. So. Maybe it happens, but um, that's an interesting thing to keep an eye on. I think the other two receivers that I really like, besides Marvin Harrison Jr., are Keon Coleman from Florida State and Malik Neighbors from LSU. Um, I've talked about how I think I think Malik Neighbors has a lot of DK Metcalf in him. He is a big physical wide receiver with a whole lot of speed. And uh, I don't know about the diet, though. I don't know if they have the same... Uh, diet of just gummy worms. So I'll have to look into that. <laughs> Actually, that's more of a Casey thing, right? Like a yeah, that's like a an NFL no, outsiders. Well, ever since I well, yeah, I I don't ever since I lost that one filling with uh with a frozen gummy worm, <laughs> I I try not to speak about it too much. So I am just just as a grouping, not quite as high on running backs as I, I have been in the past. Um, there there is not a Bijan Robinson take over the league type of player coming out at the running back position. Um, my favorite names are Blake Corum, Trevion Henderson, Rocket Sanders, Will Shipley, Braylon Allen from Wisconsin, and Trey Benson from Florida State. Trey Benson had a huge game this last weekend. Uh, I think he you know you could slide him up a little bit. And then there's some sleepers that I like, Devin Neal from Kansas, from Kansas, uh, Bucky Irving from Oregon, but it's just not as strong of a draft class just overall. But I am, I'm really high on wide receivers, and I think that this is the best quarterback class ever of all time. Wow. I think I think that you could get an NFL starting quarterback in the second or third round just because there's no they, they it's just so deep like i don't even know how to rank these guys really because it's really hard to evaluate when it's like I, I don't know i've seen every single one of these names in the first round let me just list the names i've seen them all in a mock they can't all go in the first round but i've seen caleb williams from usc drake may north carolina jj mccarthy from michigan has been pretty pretty consistently the third quarterback off the board which it was kind of surprising to me uh, Michael Penix Jr. from Washington, Quinn Ewers from Texas, Bo Nix from Oregon, Riley Leonard from Duke, Sam Hartman, Notre Dame, Shadur Sanders from Colorado. And I think that's it. I may have seen Cam Ward from Washington State as well, but that that is in mock drafts. I have never seen one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different quarterbacks listed as first rounders, depending on which mock draft you look at. Now, that is insane. What are the chances Shadur enters the NFL draft. I actually think he's going to go back to school because I think he's making yeah. 
crap load of money at CU and his dad, his dad, even, I don't know if you've seen, but, um, he has kid rankings. Have you seen this from Deion Sanders? He has Wait, a his, kid. Own, his own kids. Yeah, he, has, he does. Yeah, oh he has, my God. Hey, he has kid hey, Shador, power rankings. Shadur is number one right now. In the no, family. no, no. He says, he says the only way Shadur is working his way up the power rankings. If he comes back to school for another year, he said, he said that in an interview. He goes, you know if what? he leaves me, he leaves me and goes pro. He's fallen to the bottom of the rankings. He said, <laughs> you know what? I, I, I gotta be honest. I have no problem with this. Like, this came up recently in my own household. Uh, <laughs> So Kiefer, Kiefer said, are you watching football today? And I said, yeah, he goes, are the Broncos playing? Mm, And I go, yeah. And he goes, I only want to watch the 49ers if they're on. Oh, no. And then Kennedy said, uh, I like the Broncos, dad. Now, I will say, I think she just said that to like butter up and be on my side. I don't think she really cares. Yeah, but about the in the power but, rankings. But, no, I didn't use power rankings. I'll use that next time. But I said, <laughs> I said, well, Kennedy, you're you're my favorite uh, child right now. And I said, <laughs> and in a joking way. But then he told he told mom later. Dad said that Kennedy was his favorite. <laughs> oh, like like yeah. I, I got the thing from the wife. Or like, did you tell Kiefer that uh, Kennedy was your favorite? And I go. Well, yes, but <laughs> but listen to my end, like side of the story. Yeah, you, know? you got to hear the whole story. Yeah. And uh, so I, I'm fully on board with this. Like you I, get in line, Shadur. I completely I, agree. My yeah. kids have the exact same reaction. If the Broncos are on, um, Liam will come in, look at the score, and he'll go, wow, Broncos suck so bad, huh, Dad? And I'm just like, because his favorite team is the Seahawks. Um, which is another with this NFC West. I don't team? know. I Steven. The, the Broncos got destroyed by the 49ers in the Super Bowl. <laughs> when Kiefer's old enough, I'll show him that game and show him why I hate the 49ers. You know we'll do and that then, and then watch the Seahawks. Super yes, Bowl. exactly. That's what I mean. Like these kids need to learn that this isn't a game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, the, I think the thing I do with my kids is I, I tell my son, I say, um, you're my favorite thing in the whole world. And then I tell my daughter, I say, you're the best thing to ever happen to me. And then they kind of. They don't know what to do with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're not saying the same thing, you know, I'm like, well, he's, he's my favorite thing in the whole world, but you're the best thing that ever happened to me. And they they kind of do this thing where they're like, I don't understand what he did there. You know, know, I think it's the mental, the mental uh, jump rope is important. Well, then you know what? When they question you on it, well, Dad, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how does that? And then you go, yeah, yeah, mm, that, there you go. <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. like you guys give kind of that response. That's right. That's right. All right, guys. Well, that's it for our Debbie update. Uh, make sure you tune in on Friday. Stephen and I, we both have busy mornings, so we'll see. Maybe like a Friday afternoon thing, but we will try and get to the flex for start sit advice. And uh, if you do like this college football stuff, you can follow us uh, at. You can follow me at Devi Rookie Watch, and then you can always get this pod on Jesse, Wednesdays. We need to get some college content. I started to work on it this week, last week, I should say. We're gonna we're gonna get some stuff out there. We'll we'll, we'll definitely post some uh, some college Devi stuff. Let's start it this week. Let's get it done. All right, we'll work on it. Sounds good, buddy. Okay, see, see you guys. See you. Jesse, you're my favorite uh, Jesse. I know. And <laughs> Steven, you're my favorite brother. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, is there a third Rippy brother playing fullback? <laughs>
Playing fullback. Nope. He'd be a fullback. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Three, one, three, one, three.